Hey, 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 what's going on? This is Quincy Valentine, and welcome to the Valentine Experience. I want to thank all of those that have came back for my 10th episode. I truly appreciate you guys. This episode is going to be a little bit more personal for me. Obviously, um, me going, th- not obviously, but me going through the things that I went through this past weekend and uh, things that I've just experienced over the last year. Um, literally has me in my feelings. I I can't lie. Um, I don't even know where to start. I uh, <laughs> I want to start by saying uh, happy birthday to my baby again. She turned the big six on Friday. Um, she is the light of my life. She is the, she is the croissant to my butter. She is everything that a father can hope for. And I feel I failed her up until this point. I have yet to be a consistent father. And not because of anything that she did, but everything that transpired between her and her, her and uh, her mother and I. Um, I have not been the most diligent person when approaching situations and things of conflict with women. I've, I've always found myself walking away from the situation or shutting it down. And that's my way of kind of being like my defense mechanism, kind of just like, mm hmm. Yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right. You know what? I'm not. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, say my piece and kind of walk away from the situation. That that was always my thing. I was hurt um, by how I've never had a family. Uh, I'll start with that. Um, never, never. And when I say have a family. I never seen what it was like to see my parents grow up in a household and have some type of unison. It was always, yo, your daddy ain't shit. Your daddy ain't shit, and you're going to be like your daddy. And I carried that. I did everything in my power not to be like my daddy, to become just like my daddy. Um, And my father was absent. Early in my years. And at first I wasn't. I wasn't too distraught. About him being gone. As I got into my teenage years. Kind of just like it is what it is. Type of mentality. But. What I would. What I would be hurt most about is. My father would. Say he was incarcerated. He would come home from jail. He would go visit my family in the Carolinas, but at the time I lived in New York, and he wouldn't visit me. He would let me be. When Sega Genesis came, Sega Genesis came out. He brought my cousin one, but didn't buy me one. Kind of left me in the fucking dark. And that was the general understanding of how he kind of played things. As I grew older, I kind of grew cold. Um. Logic versus emotion. Granted, I am an emotional person, 
given who the person is. But for the most part, I'm I'm more logical. And that ties back into the relationship with my child's mother and I. It's a it's an interesting dynamic because she was she's everything that I didn't dig before. Right? She came from a happy home. She was a workaholic. I had no business messing with this woman, to be honest with you. I always mess with the artsy girls. I always mess with the I am the sun and the earth. I was, I mess with those type of women. And somehow, some way, we meshed and we kind of kicked it off. And then somewhere down the line, I realized, like, it wasn't going to work. It wasn't. Um... Not because of her, because of me, because I was never properly loved. So I didn't know how to properly love her. Um, My love was based on conditions. And if you didn't fit within those those parameters, then I didn't love you. And it wasn't until after her that I found out who true or what true love was. But I had already scorned her. And not only did I scorn her, but I left her with a child. So now I have a child, but I'm in love with another woman. She doesn't know about the other woman, but I'm in love with the other woman. And this is all after her and I split. And I couldn't I couldn't get what I needed to, or the resources I felt that I needed to be a dad, the support system. I didn't realize that she still loved me, but I was already infatuated with somebody else. And the infatuation grew into love. So my mind switched off and I was all about this woman. And now I'm not, I'm I'm falling short on my responsibilities as a dad. And this is just me being just real honest. No, I didn't put her before my daughter. But what I did was the excuses that I made for the emotional distress. I used that as an excuse to kind of, kind of step away from my situation. And... Every time I came across an obstacle with my child, mother, and I, it was just like, well, I'll do this and I'll do this. You getting help here, you can do this and you can do that. But that wasn't what I promised her. My promise to her was no matter what transpired between her and I, I will always be there for my daughter. And if she needed me in any facet, I would be there for her. And I fell short. And I made that promise to myself and God. And somewhere along the line, I lost my faith. And right along with my faith, I lost my promise. Seeing my daughter this weekend reminded me 
why promises need to be kept. But no sooner than I broke that promise, I broke that promise to the woman that I ended up falling in love with. She she is my solar eclipse. She has, she was my solar eclipse. She was everything that I wanted in a woman. She gave me great advice. She corrected me when I was wrong. And all she asked for me was to be transparent with her, and I didn't know how to do that. I didn't realize that that was going to grow into a situation later on in life with her and I. I didn't know that it was something that was going to ultimately tear us apart and never bring us back together. I'm a strong believer of that. If you truly love someone, you find a way to make it work. And I guess we we never could get a general understanding on how to what it looked like to make it work. Either she was way too analytical or I was way too way too reserved with how I went about things. It was like, yeah, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I listened to this woman cry and tell me her most darkest secrets and tell me that she did nothing but wanted to love me. She didn't care about how much I made. She didn't care about what kind of occupation I had. As long as I was happy, she was happy. The only stipulation she had is no matter what transpired, be honest with me. Now, that's probably like the second or third time I said that. Crazy thing is, my daughter's mother used to say something to that effect. She used to say, and I might be paraphrasing, but she would say, you're sneaky. You don't tell everything. You tell what you're, you're on a need-to-know basis. And I never, I was like, well, if whatever I'm going through at this moment, it, if it does not affect you directly, why do you need to know? I thought I was protecting her. I thought I was being as honest as I possibly can be, but I was doing nothing but lying to my fucking self. I didn't want her to know because I felt like if I told her anything, she would have controlling interest in my life. And I could never relinquish control. The only time I relinquished control before is with one young lady in particular. And when I relinquished control... It put me into a place of depression. So I refused to relinquish control of any woman. Fast forward. Now I'm dealing with this woman. She has everything in her life going for her. She is blossoming in every aspect. She is accomplished in everything that she does. And she just wants me. She wants me to be real, to be honest. And I get in trouble, right? Something transpires, I end up in jail. She says, 
Hey, what happened? Can you tell me exactly what happened? I tell her bits and pieces. She finds out through the lawyer the full truth. And she wasn't so mad at what happened. She was more mad at hearing it from someone else's lips. She said, if I share my bed with you every night, I share my soul, I tie with you every night. How is it that a stranger can tell me something that you knew was going to come to the light? And I'm paraphrasing when I say that. I have this dumbfounded look. I don't know. I felt like I could handle it on my own. I felt as though like if if I do this or I did this, it would make the situation better. It didn't. It just tore down the trust. And it just pulled. I didn't realize how much I was pulling from her. I didn't realize I was pulling the light. I was dimming her out. I was pulling from my essence. Another situation transpires. Similar to the first one. Still not honest. Still don't tell her. She finds out anyway. She goes, why do you lie? Why are you lying to me? I'm not lying. I'm not. I'm being straight up with you. Then how the fuck could this happen and you not tell me? We are living together now. I don't have an answer. I'm telling her that I'm going to figure it out. She don't trust me to figure it out. So she goes and handles it for me. She goes, if you can't carry your weight in this relationship, from an emotional standpoint, if you can't do the bare minimal, just be honest with me. There's no reason for us to be together. Fast forward. July of last year, we break. She is done with me. And I'm like, so you're going to break up with me because I didn't tell you about? She stops me right there. She goes, I didn't... If you think that's why, I just need my sanity. I need me back. I can't continue to allow you to pull and pull and pull from me. I have nothing left to give you. So I do everything in my power to try to fix myself. I push, I pull, I drag, but not just for myself. The first person is my daughter. Second is me, and everybody else kind of gets the remainder of who or what I become. I'm sorry. I don't. Now I, I fast forward. I'm like, hey, this is what it is. This is how I feel. And this is the situation that it is. And it's met with such cold energy. And I can feel the hurt. And to be honest, all I want to do is make amends. I want to 
give back what I took. But when do you say when? When do you throw in your towel and say, enough is enough. I can't. I won't. I won't accept this. And that goes for anybody and everybody out there. I don't know who may hear this or who may need to hear it. But you just need to know when to say when. Love should never feel like an obligation. Whether it's a spouse, whether it's a lover, whether it's a child, it should naturally flow. And anything that I never understood when people say, love shouldn't be this hard. It shouldn't. But also, speaking from our perspective, you shouldn't never push somebody to the brink of destruction. To test how much love they truly have for you. Because all you're going to do is diminish the love that they already have for you. I got to pay some bills, guys. I'll be right back. And, and, and I'm back. I'm back. This episode has been uh, a little reminder of what was and what is and what is to be and i love you guys for sticking around and just really really just hear me decompress i owed you guys an episode and i've been in an emotional place this last three days and i have had so much to say and i just really just wanted to touch on a lot of things especially uh the emotional aspect of what it feels like to feel like you owe so much to your to the person that helped you with your growth and your maturation and getting you to that precipice, that place that you felt that you can always or always felt like you can attain if given the right set of resources. And Somebody gave me the resources to be great. She would always say, use your big boy words. And no matter what happens, they can't take from what you you already have. And no matter what you do, doesn't change the way that I feel about you. So... Having someone that is consistent in your corner um, as you grow and build yourself and build a brand for yourself is not appreciated enough. It is not <laughs> it is not given the light that it should be or should have been given. I am I am forever indebted to the people that have got me to the place where I felt I feel comfortable 
on a microphone and just being honest and living my truth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have much to say, so I'm going to leave you one of my favorite tracks ever. Um, This is Daniel Caesar, Blessed. You guys have an awesome night. I'll link up with you guys Tuesday. Peace. Everywhere that I go, everywhere that I be, if you were not surrounding me with your energy, I don't wanna be there, don't wanna be anywhere, any place that I can feel you. I just wanna be near you. And yes, I'm a mess, but I'm blessed to be stuck with you. Sometimes it gets unhealthy We can't be by ourselves We will always need each other Yes, I'm a mess, but I'm blessed to be stuck with you I just want you to know that If I could, I swear I'd go back Make everything all better, It's the things that you say It's the way that you pray Pray on my insecurities I know you're feeling me I know sometimes I do wrong But hear the words of this song When I go I don't stay gone for long I know what's going on and yes, I'm a mess, but I'm blessed to be stuck with you Sometimes it gets unhealthy We can't be by ourselves, we will always need each other And yes, I'm a mess, but I'm blessed to be stuck with you I just want you to know that If I could, I swear I'd go back Everything all better And I'm coming back home to you And I'm coming back home to you I'm coming back home I'm coming back home to you I'm coming back home I'm coming back home Sometimes it gets unhealthy
We can't be by ourselves. We will always need each other. And yes, I'm a mess, but I'm blessed to be stuck with you. I just want you to know that if I could, I swear I'd go back, make everything all better.、Ooh.